You know, there's something that at least can be said about being consistent. And I will say that I am damn consistent. Even in a time of crisis. Even in a time of crisis. It does not throw you off. It does not throw me off. I am still entirely able to use my superpower to the best of my abilities. And in a new way this time as well. That's pretty impressive. God is equally mad, though. Okay. So that definitely was still still in there. I thought you said God is equally as mad. No, God. <laughs> no. Well, he's mad at me when it comes to lawnmowers. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot to talk about today, but first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on that Amazon link. Oh, what a wonderful link it is. If you're going to be buying from it, you might as well go to Fun Employment Radio first and click on that button. Um, that is a great way to do it. I just want to say that. Thank you to everybody who and does. And we appreciate everyone who does that. It's a little bit. It goes a long ways. Like perhaps if you're buying something whimsical for your house to try and keep you entertained over these next couple of months. Buying something whimsical? Yeah, I mean like, what you would, know. What would an, an example of something whimsical be? Like you be? buying the inflatable hot tub? We've talked yeah, about that on true. the show. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, it's still not up yet. I've got to. I've got to do some things to get it done to get it out there. But uh, too many people have been writing me talking about my um, my bath my backyard bathtub, which it is kind of going to be a backyard bathtub. But nonetheless, I'm going to go for it. Anyway. Wait, don't call it a backyard uh, bathtub because then that sound, makes it sound super gross. Oh no, I know. That's why people have been saying sending that to me. It's a backyard bathtub. Coming out my backyard bathtub. Okay, that's enough of that. Anyway, uh, continuing on here with the show. Speaking of the backyard here at my house, again, oh yes, the timestamp for the apocalypse. This is April 7th, 2020, as we live through the coronavirus uh, that is going on right now and uh, broadcasting back in the original Fun Employment Radio Studios, a.k.a. my spare bedroom, where we now reside. And that is what's going on. So we are are here. We're surviving. Oh, my um, gosh. Wait, I'm looking in the chat really quick. Our friend yes. Carrie says, my hot tub arrives on the 13th. Thanks, Greg, for the idea. Well, Carrie, I sure hope that you went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on that there Amazon link. Oh, that's a good way to... It's the best way to buy your ba- backyard bathtub. Yeah, if you're going to get a backyard bathtub, let me tell you. <laughs> you Go to funemploymentradio.com, <laughs> click on the Amazon link. Oh, well, that's that's awesome. Um, that's amazing. So, uh, so here's what's going on. You know, we're... As we go through these shows, Times we're going to have different weird. guests. We're going to talk yes. about things that are going on in our lives. We're all living in quarantine. But he, but what I've decided to do with a bunch of my time is to uh, really go, really work on the backyard of my house. And I've been... Not just lightly. Not lightly. No. Well, I need all, something to feel controlled. I control. did bring these in. Um, oh, yes, you so did. So since we are in different times right now. All right. I still have to work after this, but... But we're a little... We're classier. It's not, it's not very strong. Well, all. I can have a... I don't it's think one's going to hurt yes. anything. So we are going to have a Reverend Nat's Hard Cider right now, um, which they're doing deliveries. Like a lot of different um, beer establishments are. Yeah. And different like breweries and tap houses, all sorts of stuff. So this is the Sacrilege Sour Cherry. Sacrilege Sour Cherry. Yes. So that's the one that we're going to be having right now with this uh, show here. Cheers, Greg. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm, delicious. Let me taste. Reverend Nat does make a damn good cider. Ooh, that's sour. That Nat knows what he's doing. Um, so, Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it is good. Huh. All right, so that's what we're going to be drinking on, on this show here. And uh, anyway, so so that's where I've been going nuts. Like, I feel like everybody's trying to find something that you can do, you know, while you're at home. And I know there's a bunch of people doing projects and things. I've decided to go crazy on Purgulatory, which is... Uh, my backyard bar that I, that's been built kind of over the years to where I've built it up. I've got the big pergola there. There's a bar now set up in there, and I've been stringing up lights. It looks pretty cool. Imagine it's co- pretty cool. Is, imagine like I don't I can't remember what the bar is named in Cocktail, but it reminds me. I mean, Cocktail is a horrible movie. I've never seen Cocktail. Well, we should totally drag the TV out and watch Cocktail in Purgulatory. Oh, uh, that could happen. Yeah, I mean, I remember it just being garbage. It has a uh, young, hot Elizabeth Shue. Well, you've sold me. Oh, yeah, she's stunning in it. So, yeah, she's the main... She's still stunning. Well, I know she is, but I mean, it's just like, you know, bikini-clad Elizabeth Shue. All right, we'll watch Cocktail. All right. I mean... <laughs> what, cocktails? Cocktail. 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 Okay, yeah. where yeah. he has like a tropical, like, cabana bar kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, John says, quarantine rules or airport rules have a cocktail at 9 a.m. Agreed. Uh, so, so um, anyway, that's what I've been doing. Like, I've been just... Spending as much time as I can out there. I'm, I'm fortunate to have that out there, and that's where I've been devoting it. So I've got, like, all these projects I've given myself for any downtime. I'm working a lot of hours, but then I'm like, hey, let's have projects with it. So I mean, because working is different than also doing stuff. Because you work, but then you're still in the same space. And then you're done with work, and you're still 
it, that's where the you've been doing me. all your work. Like yeah. that's why being in the house, like I've I've said it before, I'm not a huge fan of working from home. I like getting out and and compartmentalizing my life. Like this goes here. This is what I do these mm-hmm. hours. This goes here. This is what I do at these hours. I talk to these people here. I talk to these people here. Um, that's just how. I don't know. It's how I work in my head. And I will like to say um, I am very extremely grateful because I know that um, we do have um, a pretty unique scenario. So I'm very glad that I get to be quarantined here at the nib hole sometimes because I've been working on my paintings. And, you know, during the day, like Greg's inside working. So I can just go outside and sit like in the nib hole and with my painting. In percolatory. Yeah. Okay. Keep trying to make Uh, that happen. (laughs) No, but it's just, it it is. I mean, it's a really, it's a nice area. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you can tell that you've done a lot to it. Yeah. No, I mean, from five years ago, that was just like a a dumpy, like, no, that's what it was called. The compound. Yeah. So now it's not the compound. Like broken chairs. And it was just, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Well, it's a lot better now. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, so that's what I've been doing. But with that, you know, uh, there's a battle that I have every single year that I've talked about probably every single year we've done this show. So I apologize to everybody for going through this again. But I have I know I stated this probably the same thing last year about the same time. But if I were a superhero, my absolute superpower would be the ability to destroy lawnmowers. Correct. I have... I, I don't know whether it's luck. I mean, clearly that's just it. It's just bad luck. There's no way there's incompetence involved. Where... I can have perfectly fine lawnmowers. This is the third one I've gone through, by the way, since I've owned this house. Oh, seriously? I thought you just kept messing with the same lawn. Wait, you're buying new ones and breaking them? Well, over the years, over the years, yeah. And then then my dad's taken a couple and repaired them and then given them back. So here's the thing. Oh, I've been trying. I finally followed directions with the lawnmower to do the right thing. And I know the right thing, and I know I'm going to get a bunch of emails from people who are saying this, but in case you don't know, what you're supposed to do with the gas-powered lawnmower is when you put it away for the winter, you're supposed to run the gas out of it, and then that way... Yeah, like drain it, the gas out, so that way it doesn't like freeze or something during the winter, right? Well, it doesn't, it's not freezing that's an issue, it's so it doesn't like gunk up, because lawnmowers are so stupid temperamental that, that like the fuel will gunk up a line, and it'll clog it, and then you're screwed. Like, it's a real pain to clean those, which I've done before. (laughs) Over the years, I've spent time, like, every year, it's trying to get that thing to work. And I've spent many hours, like, out in front of my house with it. Uh, I used to get so mad I would take my shirt off. I would kick it. I'd use profanity at it. It seemed like lately you've been able to deal with things while also keeping your clothes on. I'm keeping my clothes on a little bit more. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's progress. Yeah, that's a little bit better. I mean, it's it's better than you know taking them off. In front I suppose of people. so. I suppose that's a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, I don't take. My I mean, shirt now off it as probably much. would make less of an impact though, since there aren't a lot of people outside. That's like, true. When you were like furiously disrobing in your front yard. There yeah. were a lot of children and families yeah. and stuff walking around. Oh, I've I've probably scarred many a child or family. Correct. With the language that I use and the kicking of the lawnmower, and I've kicked it so many times. Yes. And so I did all the right things. I did everything I was supposed to do. And now I get it out and, you know, and I've got some some grass finally growing in the backyard. I'm like, okay, I've, you know, this has worked. This, this has paid off over the couple of years when I've been, uh, you know, trying to get this thing to grow back. I had the trees cut back, everything. I wanted my, my lawn back in the backyard. Yeah. And it's finally growing back, but I needed to cut it. So yesterday, I'm like, okay, this is all in my plan. I'm going to go just take this out, take the lawnmower out. It's been perfectly cared for. We're going to get this thing going. And what do you know? It doesn't start. And, and, may, and may I say, just sorry, I need to. I'm going to pepper in. Okay, having, please do. We are all kind of like staying in the same place, you know, basically a majority of the time right now. So, um, Chris, who's Greg's roommate, and I are very familiar with the yearly lawnmower dance. And so, Chris actually came out. I was working on something on my computer, and Chris came out. He's like, because he saw it, he looked in the backyard. He's like, oh no. And I'm going, he's like, is it, did Greg bring out, is it lawnmower day? And I'm like, Yep, it's lawnmower day. <laughs> it's like, so we both know to stay far away from you. Because it's like jovial and funny and la-di-da you are today. Like, Greg is terrifying when he's angry about his lawnmower. Like, you don't want to go anywhere near him. You I, are so I, angry. I know, and I try to make sure that people know, you know, I am not angry at anyone. I am angry about this, and I, that's just what no, I because Chris even with. said, like, yikes. <laughs> as soon as we're in, like, in back to his room, I'm like, yeah, you don't want to be around. <laughs> so it's all avoiding I, you. And I know it. I know that. And it's okay, because it's known, so we know to stay away from you. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, it has been a 
and I'm, time I'm now. seeing suggestions being dropped into the chat here, and I will definitely get to those suggestions. Uh, so here's what, here's what happened. Like, I couldn't get to work, and then I was like, you know what? There's no way it's the problem that I was responsible about and I took care of. So it must be the fact that it's a spark plug. Now, something about me, I know very little about motors or engines, and I've made no secret about that. I'm terrible when it comes to cars. I only know, I've only learned things from when they've gone wrong with me before, and I know how to fix them, which is very few. And otherwise, I call friends. I call a lifeline. I call Duggar, <laughs> Duggar J, and just yeah. be like, hey, uh, I got a car problem. What's going on here? And then they'll help me and walk me through it. With the lawnmower, I've tried to, I've tried to over the years, like I get embarrassed about calling anybody about that because I'm like, I could solve this myself. It's a simple machine. It is a simple, simple machine go. that should be easily understood. There's not much to it. <sighs> but it wouldn't start. So I was like, you know what? This is really making me mad, but I bet it's a spark plug. And I know we're, we're quarantining, but I have to get this done. So I'm going to uh, go to the auto parts store and I'm just going to buy what I need. So I did that yesterday and I had to go like several miles to find one that's And open. you knew what you needed. I got there and I was like, well, I I didn't have, I couldn't find, of course, the socket to take the, um, and not to get too technical, I couldn't, I couldn't find the socket to take the thing out take the spark plug out so i needed a socket too and how did then, you how did you come to find out that it was the spark plug i deduced that it was the spark you plug deduced. All because right. it wasn't turning over and i used starter fluid and i tried all these things and i was like you know what you tried all the things i bet it's just a spark plug sure that's probably what it is that's the default it's the default so i went and i i showed up at the store and i pull up google i'm like yep this is the one i need here's the engine i get it i get the socket i end up coming home and I'm like, I'm just going to trade this out. It's going to start up. I'm going to calm down. So it's going to be perfect. I trade it out. I go to start it up. Nothing. It didn't do anything again. And this is messing up my entire plans that I have. I have a schedule in my mind for what needs to get done uh, for the backyard stuff. Because again, I need something to be in control of. And that's the only way that I can handle it, handle some of this stuff. Handle the quarantine stuff. I like, I, I, can, I can solve this. I can do this. This is what I can do. And so this is messing up my whole schedule. I'm, like, I'm off by days now because of this, because the lawn has to be mowed before everything else can be done. Anyway, um, so, it, so it doesn't work. So I kicked it. And then, uh, and then I was like, well, there's, there's nothing I can do tonight. Uh, maybe because, I, oh, I'm sorry. I got to back up. Oh, boy. No, what actually happened last night is I got all the way back. And I'm, I skipped ahead to today. What happened last night is I got all the way back um, and I went to change out the spark plug and I bought the wrong one because of the fact I used Google and I was just like, oh, there it is. There's a spark plug. I typed in what kind of motor I have. That must be it. And I get all the way home after driving the miles through quarantine land. And, um, and yeah, I, it was completely the wrong one. Didn't work. Couldn't even take, didn't even have the right socket. Couldn't even take it out. Bought the wrong thing. So I had a a quick break in my schedule today because I am working at home. I can at least I, sometimes I can move around some things, and I was like, you know what? Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go get the right spark plug. It's not a big deal. It'll solve the problem. Went and got it. Got the right one. Did not solve it. Didn't change a damn thing. And so I'm sitting there, you know. Uh, <laughs> look at the live chat. Uh, Jess said my cat ran away. You're scaring her as you escalate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your cat. Um, this is nothing compared to when I was going through this yes, earlier today. So oh, I didn't see earlier. I just saw uh, yesterday. Because I just, I thought I had solved this issue. I thought I solved the problem. I consider myself pretty good at solving technical problems, at least when it comes to like computers and the broadcast stuff. Like I figured it out with, with limited equipment. No, not so much. How about with it, anything that's like a, you know, a tangible like I am thing not a that you have person. to make function? If the apocalypse happened today and the only way I mean, to get is. out of here, well, yeah, the apocalypse yeah. is happening. But say, say it got bad. The only way to get out of here is to get a car started. And, and, you know, it's probably, it could be some, something very simple. I would just be screwed. Like they would get me. The apocalypse people would get me because I wouldn't be able to the figure out. The apocalypse people. I wouldn't be able to figure out how to start the car. Like you, I need a car person. So I'm, and I'm not the car person. I would not be the person to rely on. For oh, that. I know. Yeah. No, not yeah. at all. So I couldn't figure it out. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, this is embarrassing because I don't like doing this because I know exactly what he's going to say. I'm going to call my dad. And I call my dad. <laughs> and I call my mom. And, you know, my mom answers. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, and she's like, oh, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm working on the lawnmower. She's like, 
need me to get dad, don't you? I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're a sweet mother. Yep. And then, she, but the thing is, I know where I get this because then my mom was like, you know, if I were you, I'd probably just want to kick that thing. It's like, mom, I already kicked it. So I already you are did your, that. You are very much your mother's son. I already did that. She's like, oh yeah, I'd want to throw it off a bridge. I'm like, yep, I do. But uh, my dad is 100% the opposite. So, um, so very calm. Cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber. Walks me through it, but then instantly accuses me of doing what I've done multiple times. I don't know why he would accuse me of this. He's like, you didn't drain the gas, did you? I'm like, I did drain the gas, Dad. Uh, God damn it, Daddy. I'm I an adult man here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. And so I'm like, no, I did. And I, I go through that and I blah, blah, blah. We walk through all these problems. And eventually we figured out that uh, it turns out what happened is the uh, when you use a lawnmower, there's a handle you pull that disengages the kill switch. So that, you know, so it's safe. So if you let go of the handle, the thing stops. Well, the wire that controls that wasn't pulling it back. There was something wrong with that. So all that other stuff I was doing didn't matter at all. There was no reason to do any of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, you know what? I know how to solve this. I'm going to just, I'm going to take that, uh, that wire off. I'm going to wrap it around tighter around the handle because it's clearly not pulling for some reason. And then that'll give it the leverage to disengage that, pull it back. Boom, problem solved. I did that, and then I broke the handle off. So I broke the handle off the lawnmower. <laughs> the handle that you pull down to make it work. Um, how that happened, I don't know. And even my dad on the phone, he's like, how did you do that? I'm like, you I don't know. You how to know. break things in different ways. I don't like, know. In new and interesting ways all the time. Yeah, and so I sent him a picture of it, and he's like, wow. I just, I've never seen that happen before. I don't know how you did that. It's like, yeah, I don't know either. So he's like, well, the only solution that you could do is you're going to have to figure out some way to, uh, he's like, I don't know. He's like, it's, it's not good. Um, you're going to have to figure out some way to disengage that. He's like, I don't know, try a coat hanger or something. But um, yeah, you're, you're probably out of luck. So I, what I did was I went and got a coat hanger and I figured out with a pair of pliers and some duct tape, oh, I MacGyvered this thing. Greg. And it took me a little while. I MacGyvered this thing to where I actually got that thing pulled back. Very unsafe, by the way, because there's no way to disengage it the way I did it. So I. So pull- if you started like running over something you weren't supposed to, it would just be like. Aah. It would just keep going. Oh no! No, this is not recommended for anybody. That seems very not bright. But it worked. It worked long enough to where I got that thing to thing to go and I'm not going to lie I felt a little sense of pride in the fact that I was able to I MacGyver mean, that thing really together I mean it is really exciting when you do MacGyver something together uh-huh. and then it actually works like I do that a lot the problem is I completely broke everything that shouldn't break on this thing to get to that point this is an entirely new problem so when I said that I know how, what problems are you know I could I know how to solve some things that are, that are where I've experienced it before enough times this was a brand new one for me it's quite unsafe what I've rigged up um, so it, it genuinely sounds like that. I would not necessarily, uh, <laughs> recommend it, but that is what happened. So I did get it done. I got it done. Um, it is a very messed up little configuration that I have out there on a perfectly good lawnmower. Uh, but nonetheless, that is what happened to me. Today. Greg, for the love of fuck, will you just please buy yourself a new lawnmower before you kill yourself or no. somebody around you? Well, I don't want to hurt anybody else. I don't want to hurt myself either. If really. you're just manufacturing something with a coat hanger and duct tape <laughs> and you can't turn it off, I don't think that that's the best approach. Mike says, first lesson in DIY, disable all safety features. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a long, wow, it's probably okay. not a long-term solution. I should rely All right, Stranded on. says, uh, you need to break out the Ouija board and consult Jimmy on how to run the lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Jimmy. Old Jimmy Riddle. Uh, yeah, that's Jimmy true. Riddle's the the other guy who used to live on your parents' property, right? He's the ghost. Yeah, he's the ghost. The ghost of Jimmy Riddle who rode the lawnmower, riding lawnmower. He yeah. used to ride his riding lawnmower, drunk on vodka, with a big jug of vodka ringed oh, up next boy. to it. Um, yeah. So, so I but I figured it out. I got it done. Uh, John is asking, at what point does it just become more economical to just pay someone to come and cut your grass? But that defeats the purpose. I can't. That's that's quitting to pay somebody to, to mow the grass. I don't even know where you find somebody to do that, right? I mean, I guess there's lawn, lawn care services that I could do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jacob's asking, have you ever considered about buying an electric one? I have. I definitely have. Here's the other thing about me. I'm cheap. So the fact that I have a lawnmower out there means why would I have to go buy, you know, an electric one? 
Well, that's the thing, because you're not like necessarily cheap, but you're cheap when it comes to things that might help you with something that aren't necessarily fun. Yeah, that's true. Because you're not cheap when it comes to fun stuff. Like, you know, like, for example, inflatable hot tub. But like, um, (laughs) (laughs) excuse me. That was um, an expenditure. uh, Backyard bathtub, I mean. But I mean, when it comes to something like, you know, that could help ease your life a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. And you're just like, well, like I don't want to spend... not go through this every year? Yes, exactly. By the way, everybody, um, in case you had this in your Fun Employment Radio bingo, here's the day that Greg has a mental breakdown uh, once a year about his lawnmower. Yeah, 100%. April 7th, 2020, Greg versus the lawnmower. Yep. That's it. You were so definitely. lucky to have all your toes and everything right now. Yeah, but I got it mowed. Um, so now that, you know, yes, I have considered the electric one. Uh, Steven says he has an electric one. It's amazing and it was cheapo. The ones I looked up weren't cheap. But the thing is, why should I pay for something when I already have this here? I've already got a lawnmower. That is being held together by duct tape and coat hangers. And a coat hanger, yes. Duct tape and a It's literally a duct piece of duct tape and a coat hanger. You know what? Steven says he got his for 80 bucks. You know what I bet he did? I bet he went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on that Amazon link. Oh. Well, 80 bucks, that's a lot cheaper than the ones that I've been looking up. All right, maybe I, maybe I will look at that. But nonetheless. Nevertheless. That is where I'm at right now. So I got it done. But I did use a lot of profanity and I did kick some things. But you kept your shirt on. I kept my shirt on. I'm growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, look at me. You do, like, the amount of profanity that comes out of your face when you're doing that. When I'm doing the lawnmower yeah, stuff? Yeah, when you're yeah. doing the lawnmower stuff. Oh, I, I do. I, I know. I just, I say a lot of things. It's kind of like the, the dad in A Christmas Story when he's trying to fix the uh, furnace. Oh, yeah. Like, there's words I never even knew you know, I've never heard before that came out of his mouth. Yeah. I will say, um, I don't think yeah, you realized I'm making up it. my own profanity. I don't think you realized it, but Chris and I were both, because when, <clears> when I got here right before the show, uh, I had come in and Chris had just walked out and we were both looking at, out at the like the bay window at you. We were watching you mow the lawn and <laughs> mutter to yourself. <laughs> like, so we were both just sitting there with our like elbows on the counter just watching. I am you. kind of a character of a, uh, yeah. You are because, and you don't, you don't know that you're being watched. I you're did not just know like, I was God being watched. Motherfucker, blah, 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 and like flapping your hair around, uh-huh. and like pushing it around. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, um, you know, I was happy I was getting it done, but I was also like, well, if this runs away from me, uh, who knows what's going to happen? Because um, I can't stop it. It's not going to stop. There is no kill switch on it. Do you feel like you've always been this profane, or is it just the lawnmower that brings it out in you? Oh, I'm not at all. It's only when the lawnmower stuff, lawnmower stuff or car stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things where I'm just, I am so unmechanically inclined that, yeah, that will frustrate the hell out of me because I can't. And taxes. Those are the three things. <laughs> just the three. And Engines this. and taxes. And this. Engines and taxes. <laughs> and lawnmowers. Well, lawnmowers and engines. That was a spark plug though, wasn't it? But that's part of the engine. Oh, okay. Oh, you're going to explain to me about engines Well, I'm now. saying engines and... Uh, whether it's a lawnmower engine or whether it's a car engine and taxes. Those are the two things that I just, man. Uh, Steven says this should be another channel altogether, Greg versus lawnmower live streams. Oh, I'd be so frustrated. Uh, John says is the push mower out of the question. Yes, because the fact then I'd have to rake up the grass afterward. I don't want to do that. Oh, boy. I don't want, I want to add more no. work onto my, my, onto my plate. So with that, though. And talking about the profanity thing. Yo, were... actually, randomly enough, I was just thinking about that the other day because I've been listening to a bunch of my old, like, pop punk songs from from high school, uh, including But Not Limited to Blink-182. And I totally just remembered a um, a fun fact about their their band name. Do you know why they're called Blink-182? Why? Because I think that's, um, it's 182 times that I think in Scarface, Al Pacino says the word fuck. Oh, so I okay. think that that's I, I'm pretty sure I don't know if that's one of those fun facts that I'm remembering incorrectly, but I swear I always thought that was why it was called that. That Blink 182 seen, was. You, yeah, because it's like 182 because that's as many times as they said. Yeah, the F word, the F word in, in Scarface. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I've seen Scarface. I, I've, I've never like seen any, Scarface like any, uh, you know. Is guy, that the say hello to my guy. little friend? Is that, that you one? wait? You've never seen Scarface? Never. Are you kidding me? Never. How have you never seen Scarface? Because I have no interest in seeing Scarface. Say goodbye to the bad guy. Never gonna see a bad guy like this. That's is that, terrible. Is that just like the, Montana, but yeah, that's the say hello to my little friend. Like every yep. dude say I knew hello in to my little friend. Every yeah. guy I knew in fucking college either had a taxi driver 
or a Scarface poster or both? I have both. <laughs> oh my god! I had a taxi driver poster oh, and no. a Scarface, and I'm pretty sure a Deer Hunter one too. Um, yeah. Oh, I did not know you were gonna say that. Oh my god! Oh, I had both of them. Oh, definitely. Wow. Yep. Yep, there, I mean, I might have had Goodfellas at some point, too. I mean, it was, yeah. I think we've talked about this before. I had the, um, I definitely had the Pink Floyd one. Um, that's the big poster with all the girls' backs. Yeah. Painted with all of the different album covers. Mm-hmm. Yep, I had that one, and I had a Stairway to Heaven one. So I had a Stairway to oh, Heaven no. one. <laughs> I had a Doors one. Um, yeah, probably like Pantera or something in there, too. Uh, yeah, I def- definitely did. I can't believe you had both of them. I had both of them. A hundred percent. Okay. Yep. Scarface. I knew Scarface so is many, one of those ones that you I just... I knew so many U's in college. Uh-huh. Oh, mm. yeah. Any, I mean, and I'm not saying any, but a lot of guys in their um, late teens, early 20s go through a Scarface phase. Yes. I've never seen, I've never seen Taxi Driver either. Taxi Driver is a whole different kind. Wait, you, what? Why would I? I don't want to watch like, I'm not a big fan of like extreme violence taxi driver isn't really extreme i mean there's certainly there's some messed up stuff in it a hundred percent but taxi driver is more just about a guy being fed up with the system and kind of descending into insanity yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because that's what is it travis his name's travis something um yeah that's and boondock saints for the trifecta isn't that the religious brothers yes i saw that one I liked that one because the, the guys that. were hot. That's why I watched it. Well, I yeah, I have seen that, but I never really got too into Boondock Saints. But because uh, weren't yeah. they like Travis Irish, Bickle? Yes, Travis. Weren't Bickle. they like Irish Catholic? Like, and they would, yes, they're Irish Catholic. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was super hot. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're hot. They're hot Irish Catholic brothers uh, who were Irish like Catholic, murders. like yeah, murders. mafia. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. think they murder the mafia. They go after the mafia or something. This is actually explaining a lot of thing, people that I've had crushes on in movies because also um, Justin Theroux played the bad guy in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, and he was also the head of the um, of the Irish mafia. In that, in and he was Blue just Doc like Saints? in no, 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 in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Oh, okay. Sorry, yes. I didn't know, realize. Thank you. We we're sticking with the like same a, genre oh, that we O'Clanahan were. Or something I can't remember, but yes, I do have a. I, I think I do have a, a liking of Irish Catholic um, gangster guys. Okay, well there you go. There we go. Got to head to Ireland. <laughs> so um, that that is though you bringing that up like a Scarface thing in 182 times. I did read an article recently about uh, this is totally random. Uh, about who has used the most profanity in movies? It was it was like just a couple of weeks ago. Was um, it Al Pacino? Um, it's totally random. Let me find it here. No, it was not Al Pacino. It's not. I'll tell you this. It's not somebody you would suspect. And it was this study. Um, sorry, let me pull it up here in, in real time. Wait, so it's a study I, about how much, like, in one okay. particular movie or over like no, the over no, their no. career? No, it's for actors. It's it's not movies, but it's for actors who have used profanity the most. And I believe it's specifically using the word, uh, fuck actually, just to say, um, okay. Or no, which actor has used a swear word. So I don't know what the count is a swear word, but nonetheless, there is one actor who has used more swear words than any other actor based on this, uh, study that they did, but a study by who, um, by Buzz Bingo. So they go through and they study like all these movies, you know. So it's not necessarily scientific, but they did go through yeah. and counted all these. That is true because I wonder, you know, since people, you can say like shit on network television now. Like, is that still considered? I mean, it's still um, profanity, but it's not like. Well, I'm taking a look here. Uh, Steven says Samuel L. Jackson asking that. That's actually in this article. It's brought up that they were sup- they were shocked that this other person had sworn more in movies than Samuel L. Jackson. Is in Al Pacino? It's not Al Pacino. It's not Al Pacino. It's a younger actor than that. It's somebody m- much younger. Uh, more, probably somewhere in our age range. Probably younger than me. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't even know how I could have you guess what this is. Yeah. Who this is. So it's a younger person. It's not an older person. It's not Samuel L. Jackson. It's not Al Pacino. Is it's he not like, Robert De Niro. It, does he, Is he in like a lot of like mafia movies? Is, uh, it a guy? is it a guy? It's a guy. Okay. Yes. Definitely a guy. It is a guy. Um, it is a guy who's been in a lot of movies. He's had some awards. Uh, let's see. It's, all right. Jess is guessing Ed Norton. 
It's not Ed Norton. Uh, that's a good guess. It's not uh, oh, Tom Hardy. No, it's not Tom Hardy. It's somebody that you would be surprised about. This person has done done drama movies, but also comedy movies. They've kind of done a lot of things. One of those people that, you know, when you first saw them acting, you would not have guessed they would be this talented. Would it be like um, James Franco? Not James Franco, but it's a buddy of James Franco. A buddy of James Franco. It's um, a buddy of James really, Franco. Uh, um, uh, well, what's the guy who shows his penis in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Um, in Forgetting Sarah... Who shows his... What? The main guy. Oh, uh, why am I I'm blanking on his name right now? Why am I blanking on his name? He's great. Uh, but no, it's not him. Not him. It's not him. Um, The guy who plays... Mc... Well, I mean, he's not really in very much stuff. No, no, Jason Segel is who Jason you're thinking of. Yeah, it's not Jason Segel. Yes. Okay, I'll just tell you. And it's not Seth yes. Rogen. It's not Tommy Wiseau. Uh, it is Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. What? Based on this study, has had more, used more profanity and more, more swear words on screen than anybody else. He has 376 times over his career. So, in all of his movies? So all of his in movies In all of his combined? movies, 376 times. Does it say who's close to second? Uh, yes. Well, and let like, me pull so it up. Jonah here. Hill. Jonah Hill. That's weird. Is the one who has the most. He's got the, the record for the most on film per this article. And, uh, of course, my computer's acting up a little bit right now. I'm going to give you who the other ones were uh, here as well. Because there were some others that were kind of surprising on who had them. So, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, by comparison, let's see, he has only used 301. So he's st- um, 75 behind Jonah Hill. Wow, weird. And uh, Jonah Hill, or Samuel Jackson has said motherfucker 40 times uh, during that. But he's still, yeah, 75 swear words behind. And which is kind of surprising. Samuel Jackson has only said motherfucker yeah, 40, so, 45 times. So do they, they don't specify what words constitute profanity? Um, I'm taking a look here to find some of the details. I mean, again, this isn't like... You know, I don't. I don't know if they're going to. It's just swears. So I'm imagining it's the the traditional swear words. Swears. Swears. That's what it says. All it's right, not like so, a parent talking to their kid. So don't Samuel do any Jackson, more swears. So let me give you this: Samuel Jackson's number three with 301. Jonah Hill's number one with 376. Who do you think number two? I is? already. And it's not Al Pacino. It's not. It's also a younger-ish. Is it anyone that we've already named? No. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, he's been in some movies with Jonah Hill. He's been. He was Everybody's in a very been big in one. movies with Jonah Hill. He's been in like a million. Movies. All right, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. Because he's been in all those Scorsese movies and Tarantino movies. That's accurate. Yeah. So those are both like the big ones. And Wolf of Wall Street is the movie of all time with seven hundred fifteen swear words in Wolf of Wall Street. So. Oh, and that's Jonah Hill and yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. So yeah, in that film. Okay, yeah, they're definitely swear words that they're counting. Yeah, it's it's all uh, variants of of the F word. So because um, we haven't said it yet, you know who number? I'll get. I'll give you number four, number five. Okay, please do. Adam Sandler, two hundred ninety-five times, and then Al Pacino, two hundred fifty-five. All right, so he's in the top five. He's least. in the top five. Okay. Yeah, but I thought Adam that was kind of an interesting. Yeah, that's random. well, and I'll tell you why. So the Wolf of Wall Street's number one, Uncut Gems, which I have not seen, was number two. Huh. Number two was 646. I have... Uh, and then Casino, Jay and Silent Bob, oh, Strike Back. Oh, I love Back, Casino, yeah. Uh, Fury, Straight Outta Compton, Summer of, Sam, Summer of Sam. That's interesting. And then Beavis and Butthead Do America is 414. I didn't think they used that many in there, but I could be completely wrong. Anyway, that's... Maybe that's we should do our at. own study if you don't believe. Yes, well, I'll watch all those movies to mm-hmm. make sure. I mean, I'm not going to go watch and verify the numbers, but I'm I'm going to guess they're not like completely making it up. Uh Let's see. Uh, Jess says, I drank per swear for that one. Didn't make it halfway through Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, there are some... That's a good movie drinking one. Also, I think I talked about this the other day. Like, when... Um, uh, in... What is the Nick Cage movie that we were talking about? Whenever he says um, the map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Whenever he says Declaration of Independence, you have oh, to... Oh, National Treasure? National Treasure, thank you. You drink every time he does that? Yes. It's hilarious because you don't realize until you start drinking every time he says it, how many times he says really? it and other people do. It's just like, but you don't understand. It's a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And he says it that many times that, you that can, many times. necessitates a drinking game. Yes. Huh. And, and in its entirety, too. 
Really? Like, it's not like the Declaration, or he doesn't like make reference to, you know, like the, you know, the paper or the, you know, yeah. whatever. No, it's the Declaration of Independence. All right. Okay. Um, another good drinking game is, I've said this before in the show, is Star Wars every time Luke whines. Not that you've ever seen Star Wars, but he whines a lot. Okay. I don't want to. He just whines constantly. Okay. That's all Luke Skywalker does in, in the first Star Wars. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good drinking game. And then and then in, um, what is the Bob and Doug McKenzie? The, uh, Sarah's glaring at me right now because I'm not drinking my cider fast enough. If you were. No, I just gave a little like, hey, No, you cheers. gave a. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. I just said if you weren't going to drink it, I wouldn't have opened it. Oh, no, I am. It's very good. Okay. I'm drinking it. All right. Well, I do have a couple stories for World of Crazy. Oh, let's see. If we want to do that, because it's been a while. Because the world is not crazy enough. Let me check my schedule. (laughs) Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. This is, oh my gosh, this is my first one since we've come back to this studio. Ah, back where it all began. Back where it all began. Uh, hello, my friends. Let's see what else. Do, what did I ever say? My name is Eric Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. You're all hip with the kids, right? I mean, I'm I on TikTok. What, what, are you? I have got one video on TikTok. What is your video on TikTok? It's Caleb dancing. It's terrible. I need to take it down. Actually, now that I just said that out loud, I got to remove that immediately. Oh, Greg. <laughs> it's it's really dumb. All I'm right. on TikTok for other people's accounts. Okay. I'm on the I'm on the TikTok. That sounded so so bad. So I really want. I'm gonna. Oh, we need to cut my, that out of the No, we show. are absolutely. We need not. to cut that out. No, that is not happening. That's got to go away. All right. So if you're hip with the TikTok, are you hip with the with the Twitch? Yeah, Twitch is actually a really huge thing. Well, so is TikTok actually. Tell me more about TikTok, Greg. Uh, it's has over a billion downloads. No, maybe it's more like two billion. It was named. I was the just kidding. I don't trend care. in tech. All right, first trends. up, first story. Uh, tw- a Twitch streamer has broken the Guinness World Record for playing Twitch with a hun- uh, one hundred ninety-five hour marathon. One hundred ninety-five hours straight. Yeah, a popular Twitch streamer ended up breaking the Guinness World Record That's when his live lot. stream went on for nearly two hundred hours. His name is. Louis or Louis something, uh, Sam Martino, said the broadcast on his Los Poyos TV Twitch channel began March 29th as a subathon in which he pledged to extend his stream for two minutes for every new subscription he got to his channel. The sub- subscriptions came in, and Sam Martino soon realized his stream was going to be longer than intended and could go on past the previous record of 161 hours, 11 minutes, and 32 seconds, which was set by Hulu in May 2019. San Martino, who was assisted by his father and brother so he could take breaks for naps, surpassed the record April 5th, but decided to continue the stream, which finally ended this morning at 195 hours, 36 minutes, and 17 seconds. What's his, what's his handle? I don't... I, Los Poyos TV? Los Poyos TV, okay. Are you right. trying to look him up yes, while we're doing this show to see yes. if you can get him as a guest for your other show? No! So irritating. All right, there you go. That's story number one. That's pretty great. That's a long time. 195 hours? Like, I mean, what, what are the rules on that? Somebody was continuously playing. I, I said, you know, if you weren't furiously typing to other people while I was talking, you could have heard that I said that his brother and his father subbed in for him when he needed to take breaks. It's just because I'm not drinking fast enough. Greg is my lawnmower. Next up out of Cheltenham, England. Cheltenham. Well, being stuck at home didn't stop a British man from running an outdoor marathon in his backyard. Pay attention. I'm paying attention. No, you're not. I got distracted because in the chat... Uh, she said the twi- just said the Twilight drinking game drink every time someone cannot act has some was amazing in theaters. Um, another one is that every time Kristen Stewart like has her mouth open and scoffs because that's what she does in like every movie she's ever done. It's always oh. you can talk to your friends when I'm done talking. You listen right now. 
Kristen Stewart impression. Are you done? Yep. I was even doing it in an accent, and you ruined it. You ruined it. All right, let's start it over again. At a Cheltenham, England, being stuck at home didn't stop a British man from running an outdoor marathon in his backyard. <laughs> James Campbell, a former professional javelin thrower. Oh, I went to uh, I went to state for javelin throwing. I was very good at it. Uh, spent his thirty second birthday on Wednesday doing. So I guess this is last week doing a six meter or twenty foot for you for you Americans out there. Uh, shuttles from one end of his backyard to the other after promising to run a marathon if one of his Twitter messages received 10,000 retweets. By the time Campbell completed the marathon in just over five hours, he had raised more than $22,000 for Britain's National Health Service to help battle the coronavirus pandemic. Well, that's pretty cool. So he ran back around his tiny backyard 7,000 times. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yes. Uh, so the effort, which was labeled um, hashtag six meter garden marathon, was live streamed with former England soccer great Jeff Hurst among the viewers. Neighbors poked their heads over the backyard fence to give Campbell encouragement. So he, for, in doing this, he ran across a patch of grass, some stones, and a small patio in 20-foot stretches. He calculated he would have to traverse his yard at least 7,000 times to reach 26.2 miles, which he did. And raised money while doing so. That's impressive. I like that. Maybe that's what you should do, Greg. Run a marathon in the backyard? In your backyard, just run around in circles. I would get, I'd get bored way too quick. Okay. All right, and finally, at a Manchester, New Hampshire. A man has been accused of grabbing a two-and-a-half-foot-long sword and chasing another man who had asked him to turn down his music, the police in Manchester, New Hampshire, had said. <laughs> So the guy was mad that somebody had asked him to turn on his music. So, uh, you know, during a pandemic, he decides to pull out a sword and chase him around with it. So this man had the gall to knock on the door of one Benjamin Leyland, 47 years young, on Monday, police said. Leyland reportedly became upset when the man had told him to turn down his music Calm and grabbed his racket. sword. He allegedly chased the man down the hall. Oh, mate, so this must be an apartment. Well, if you're quarantined, that does kind of suck. That does kind of suck, yeah. The man got away, and there were no injuries while Leyland was charged with criminal threatening. He's scheduled to be arranged today. It isn't immediately known if he had a lawyer who could speak on his behalf. What was he playing? Does it say? It does not say, and I am What was the very, noise? I want to know what the noise was. I know. Got to get the job done. Got to get the job done. Imagine how many, like, tunnels... Tristan is digging in his basement right now. Oh my gosh. That he can't get out? I don't know. Oh, where do you man. think he's going? Like under I 5 or something? I don't know. I bet he's just digging away. Who knows where he is at Who this knows point? where he is? He's got a whole system down there, like like tunnels with he's got like, you know, uh braces that he's put up with his little hanging lights. Oh yeah, he's just down there every night uh-huh. after his wife and baby go to sleep. Yeah, just, just like, digging. Just digging and digging and digging and just not stopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be pretty impressive. It. But it with like old timey tools. Uh huh. He's got a big pickaxe. Yeah, like a, yeah, exactly. He doesn't have like a hammer or anything. It's just a pickaxe. It's just a pickaxe, like... and then he's got like an old metal bucket that he puts the dirt in and mm-hmm. goes outside. And then he totes out the dirt when mm-hmm. the bucket gets full. Mm-hmm. Take out the dirt when the bucket gets full. Mm-hmm. Got to get the job done. Got, got to get, get the, the job done. done. Yeah. If yeah. People that's... don't know what we're talking about. We sound fucking crazy. But actually, yeah, go to Fun Employment Radio and just look in, type in in the search bar. Got to get the job done. It'll probably pull right up. Yes. All right. Well, there are a couple stories for you. To, uh, maybe you know, be be kind uh, during this time of craziness. Like, don't if you live in like. Thankfully, my neighbors have been pretty cool. Like, there haven't been any like loud noises. But I mean, you know, everybody's home. So, um, but we don't have any problematic neighbors. And, well, that's good. Yes, and I don't think anyone's ch- chasing each other with swords. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's a good day when nobody gets chased by a sword. That is your world of crazies. Crazy, solid world of crazies, sir. I hate it when you say that. God. Greg, you are my lawnmower, man. Um, I do have a couple of Baltox stories, which is surpri- quite surprising during this time when there is there are no sports anymore. Um, yeah, I was going to ask how that was possible. There's a couple of things. There's a couple of things that have happened. Say it. Well, I couldn't hear it. You had it down so low. It's... 
I want to make my proper entrance. You missed the hook. God damn it. Oh, I have my headphones cut off. Yes, your headphones weren't on your fucking ears. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. So, yes, there are no sports anymore. Do you remember that thing, sports? Doesn't yes. exist anymore. Sports and concerts and movie theaters. <laughs> and friendship oh. and hugs. Who needs those? And bars. This is our world now. <laughs> uh, well, what has happened is a lot of traditional sports leagues and athletes have gone online in playing esports and they're trying to figure out how to do this like the NBA has a players only NBA 2K tournament where the players are playing each other that's going on like through the end of April and so you watch them on things like Twitch sir and then there's uh, or on TikTok Greg no you can't watch the you can't uh, have a video longer than okay. like 30 seconds on TikTok alright so with this uh, NASCAR is also doing this and I actually interviewed one of the NASCAR drivers about this, about them doing an, a completely online uh, race. Mm-hmm. Because they have, like, some pretty fancy setups at home. Like, they're, a lot of them do, anyway, like, simulation things, which look totally fun. Where they're in, like, a cage, and so it's a little video game, but it's like it rolls with the turns. Oh, wow. Oh, it looks awesome. But uh, here's the thing. Not everybody has that kind of setup, and not everybody's really equipped to handle... A video game side of things. So there is, in fact, a uh, a NASCAR driver by the name of Bubba Wallace who started racing on this, and this was being aired on Fox, like all the because all those broadcast networks they have nothing to air. Oh yeah, except for like old games. So they're airing this. They're airing everybody competing in a video game, and uh, the problem is though he crashed soon into it and got so upset that he rage quit and walked off. In the middle of the thing. So he's the Greg Nibbler of it. I can kind of understand. Like, I'd get really pissed off, too. Uh, so so what he did is uh, he, he rage quit. And uh, he said, that's it. That's why I don't take this shit seriously. Peace out. And he said this live on their Twitch stream. Oh, okay. And uh, what happened is a lot of people were upset. So upset that he even lost a sponsor over it. One of his sponsors backed out, his actual like big time sponsors. Well, because he's being a big old baby. Backed out because he rage quit. I yeah. can also kind of understand though. It's like that's not what of he's supposed to be you good can at. Understand. Anyway, he rage quit on a video game in the middle of this broadcast. Uh, there's that. There's not much going on. Uh, there's one other thing. One uh, sport that is still going on is UFC. UFC is continuing. Mm-hmm. And they are continuing with this. They're finding secure locations to have their matches, obviously with no fans. It's just the two fighters and whoever's, I don't know, officiating it or whatever. But uh, Dana White, the head of the UFC, says that he has started work on securing an undisclosed island to where they can book international athletes who can't come to the U.S. right now to come to this secret island. Maybe they can go to that, you know, Pablo Escobar, like, fire island place i'm sorry fire so many different what does that have to do with pablo escobar wasn't that his old um island oh where Firefest yeah. was gonna be oh maybe i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah the pablo escobar used to own it or yeah, something used to own it okay looking like i'm crazy <laughs> there was a little bit in there well, i'm saying like it seems like they're willing to put anything on that island maybe they can put a bunch of you know people on there play yeah, their maybe. sporting Anyway, so they're going to, that's what uh, UFC is doing. Is they're going to continue doing that. And finally in ball talk, WrestleMania happened. And uh, it still went on without anybody in attendance except for the actual wrestlers. So it happened over last weekend. And you, let me see if you can guess what former NFL player is now a wrestler in WWE, a brand new wrestler in there. Oh, um, like would I know who they are? You would know who they are. Yes, you would. Are they older? No. I mean, this is recent. He just retired from the NFL. Um, oh, uh, what's this? That's from uh, the Seahawks. Who? From the Seahawks? The, the you, Skittles guy. The Seahawks. Oh. Oh, Marshawn? I could maybe see Marshawn doing that. Probably not. No. But yeah, that's, that's not a terrible guess. That's not a terrible guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know who has retired. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, the Gronkinator? The Gronkinator. The Gronk is now a wrestler 
in the WWE, which actually makes perfect sense. God, the Gronk has come up like twice in the past week because we were talking about the lady who wrote about all the Gronk romance novels. Oh, yeah, the Gronk porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make it classier. The romance novels. No, it's not a romance they were not novel. Romantic. It's gross. No, they're super it's just gross. gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he is in there. He is in there now, and he is a wrestler and won like some belt or something. All right. Well, There's not much going on. I'm just trying to give you what I've got. I like uh, wrestling. But there it is. Yep, Gronk is now a wrestler. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Kind of. Although there are no balls to be had in Ball Talk. No. No, there are not. It was a ball-free Ball Talk. Well, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know? You do what you can. Well, like what you are you going to do? Hey, my lung got mowed. What am I, you know? Call it a win. You take your wins where you can get them. Oh my god, I accidentally loaded this instead of um, the closing music. Lame confession. Oh, I forgot about lame confession. Well, that could have been a lame confession. That that super was a lame confession. I'm like, I think. Oh, I forgot all about lame confessions. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That was a. that, That lasted for a little while. Yeah, send us your lame confessions. Let's bring it back because it went so well the first <laughs> time around. Lame confessions. Confessions. <laughs> oh, you know what? Thank you, everybody, for being awesome. Number one, and tuning into this show and uh, supporting us, and you know, hopefully, we're supporting you with some distraction and entertainment when needed. Are you just going to stab me, or what's going on here? Like, I'm confined in this room. I've got a window next to me. I can jump if I need to, but it'd take me a minute to get out of that thing. Probably too long. I don't think you could get out that window. Oh, no, I definitely can. There's but, too much stuff there. Why? Well, that's why I'm saying it would take me a while. Mm-hmm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. First off, I want to say this, though, before we close out the show today, because we need to say a big thank you to Black's Pest Services. Black's Pest Services are the most amazing. They are amazing, and they're sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, and we appreciate them so much. So, blackspestservices.com. And uh, pests don't stop. No. Just because we're under quarantine doesn't mean that oh, they Oh, they're are. not. It's a free reign for them right now. It is. I mean, if you go outside, you can hear all, like, little critters chirping and squeaking and running around. Well, that's why you need Black's Pest Services. Exactly. Keep them out of your quarantine house. Especially now. You're quarantined in your house. Do you really want to let nature, like, start running in and, like, chewing through your wires or ants to destroying things? Especially now. You're in your home. You're in your place of business. Well, you're not at your business. Don't you want somebody to watch out for that? That's yeah. another good point. That's true. Because if you're not going to be able to spend time at your business, don't you want to make sure that it's still going to be there and functional and not overrun, uh, overrun with pests you know, and a, rodents a rat king when you there. get back? Yeah. You don't want to come in and like stumble into the Rat King's new kingdom. You do not want to do that. No. You do not want to do that. So blackspestservices.com. Uh, <laughs> give them a call and, and hit them up and have them uh, come out and watch out for your place. Yes. Stop what? glaring Stop at me. Stop looking like, at me. What are I'm you doing? I'm looking at you out of the You're defensive nature. You're looking at me like I'm nature. like a lawnmower. No, I am not looking at you like a lawnmower. See, I can fix you with a coat hanger and some duct tape. God, Jesus. <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck em.